What's up? It's your girl, Ariel. I'm from Indianapolis Eastside, and I'm listening to Dynasty Bros. Fantasy Football. What's good? Yeah. You know me. I don't need no introduction in this. Nah, I'm just fucking with you. This is the Dynasty Bros Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your boy, DJ Avo. This is like episode like 15 or something like that. Asshole. Let's get it. Asshole. What's up, Brodies and Bays? This is the Dynasty Bros Fantasy Football Podcast, episode 11. This is where you come for all your fantasy football needs and are chopped up about the latest NFL news. I hate DJ Abel sometimes. <laughs> I am Dynasty Bro Dot, and I do need an introduction currently, but I don't think my co-bro does, but I'm still going to ask him to introduce himself. Introduce yourself, co-brother. Yeah. Hey, I like that little beat breakdown right there that they did right there. But uh, Dynasty Bro Vic, what up, everybody? I swear his yell was off beat. <laughs> Hey, what's up? We got a good one, y'all. This is episode 11, man, and we just we punching them out. Back to back to back, all this fire ass news, man. Uh, how you doing this week, Vic? How, how your league's going so far? You all right? I think I might have split, man. I gotta, I gotta check. I gotta keep up with the count. But Team Five put it off though. So Team Five, F, 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 F capital Y, big F, y. Capital. <laughs> F, F capital Y, Team Five. Ah, we we back. <laughs> hey, hey, so look, today, today is a good day. We got some injuries. Uh that's shitty. Some some big injuries. We got some B team players of the week. We got a flag on the play that's like, hopefully this is the last time we gotta talk about this guy. This, <laughs> this Avo gonna quit calling me to talk about this nigga. Like, we don't talk about nothing else no more. We just caught he called actually called me to talk about Takashi today. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he told me that Takashi was the one that released all the text messages to Antonio Brown. <laughs> I can see that. I can see that. Nah, but uh, and then we just got some strategy for you guys, man, just to help you out because you know we know you need that, especially if you want to dominate your league, Dynasty Pro style. We gonna give you all of that. So um, let's start off with some unfortunate news. Let's just go straight to the injuries, man. You want me to start with the big one, or you want me to do the big one last, man? Yeah, man. Let's uh, let's 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 ease into it and build it up. So all right, let's talk some David Njoku then. Bro. All right, man. Sounds good. So Mr. Njoku has a broken wrist. Um, he also, you know, has some concussions, but uh he's not gonna undergo surgery, but he is on the IR. Um so, you know, they were saying he could possibly return yeah. uh, at week twelve at the earliest. So meaning he's not on the season in an IR. But he's definitely gonna be out for a while. Um just given that he opted out of surgery. So yeah, that's definitely a huge blow. The to hit. the Browns offense, even though I think they need some O line help. The hit was scary, bro. Yeah. Like yeah. he felt like his he fell flip like he fell on his neck. And I was like, God mm-hmm. damn. So I, I think this is more than just the wrist. I'm glad they blamed it on the wrist so you don't put no damn no more scares out there like that. But yeah. it was creepy looking. Um I got an I got another one, man. And okay. um Cam Newton um reaggravated his foot. Come on now, dog. <laughs> Going into the Come season, he had the fucked man. up shoulder. Everybody was nervous about, and then he fucked up his foot like a few days before the first game. So, here's the thing, man. Cam, he's not being able to run right now. So, really, his 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 value at quarterback is diminished if he's not going to be out there running. You're so used to seeing him getting 40, 50 yards a game minimum, and then stealing those goal line touchdowns that they're just. McCaffrey's getting all of those, man. And it's it's so with the reaggravation, they're trying to say he was only gonna be out a week. Soon as Cal Allen went out there and balled out, they yeah. was like, Yeah, Cam gonna be out another week. Yeah. And I think 
it's just one of those situations where they're just gonna keep riding his wave to to figure out if if Kyle and goes out Vic, if Kyle and go out there this week and looks fired, do you think Cam's gonna play the following week? Man, I say you keep riding with the high hand. So <laughs> that does lead me to, you know, a question I got for you. Do you think Cam's days are limited in Carolina, man? Uh you know what? I think they are, man, because he Damn, you turned the music. Oh, it's a serious down. moment right, right here. That's real. Here's the thing, man. I think him being the face of the organization is is starting to not be a good thing. You know, he's starting to get into it with you know reporters. Yeah, when they're asking him questions, and his the play on the field looks horrible. And then you have a guy like Christian McCaffrey who could just come in and be the face of your organization because he's a beast. Yes, yeah. he's, he's clean cut and you know, workhorse. He's he white. Hey, he's <laughs> I mean, the truth, though. Yeah, he's I got truth. him on my squad, so. Ain't got shit to do with shit, but, like, he's a for real, like, boy. You, you bring in a guy who who can play and, and make all the passes that are needed. to Because, to be honest, he had all them pieces looking good, Kyle Allen did. And yeah. it's one of those things where Cam, even when he's playing at his highest potential, he's always off target still. He has those plays where he just completely misses you, so. Um, this could be one of those things where you know he could be seeing the end of his his days in in Carolina, which would be unfortunate because he's not an old back, thirty years old. So, uh, but we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Uh, I, I always pray for a good recovery for anybody, man. Nobody wants to see anybody banged up and injured. So, um, those are the first two, and this last one's unfortunate, man. Saquon. That's a huge hit, bro. Yeah, man. You know what, though? Before we get into the injury, I like the fact that he was out there rooting his team on, hopping around on one foot, excited. Nathan. That just lets me know he's he's in it for his team, man. Like, Nathan. you wouldn't get that enthusiasm for a lot of superstars, man. And he's out there on one foot hobbling. Um, they said this with this with this uh this leg injury, he's going to be out four to eight weeks. And then they said honestly that it's more towards the eight weeks, if you want to be honest. Yeah, um, you know, I think we got to look at, you know, can they at least go 500 during that time? And the way Daniel Jones has been balling, the way he came in and just, you know, took over and to get that get that win on the road, I mean, that's that's huge. So, I mean, I think they're going to be all right with Daniel Jones and, um, you know, who, who's their backup? Is it Wayne Gallman? So Wayne Gallman. Gallman. So, yeah, I mean – He's competent. He's been around. He knows the system. So he's he's not like a special player. But uh if if Daniel Jones can keep them afloat, even if they don't win, if they just go out there and look like they're a competent offense, mm-hmm. I don't think they should rush them back, bring them back at all if it just looks all bad. But if they can go out there and still compete and look good on offense, man, that speaks volumes for next year once you get them back, add some more pieces around them. You feel me? Yeah, and, you know, it looks like the Giants do want to throw the ball with Daniel Jones. So I think they're going to be fine, man. I think they're going to, you know, run when they need to, and, you know, they're going to push the ball downfield. And he's making accurate throws, man, like like I said on that, you know, other episode where we talked about the rookie sophomore. So, yeah. I like I like Daniel Jones, man. You know, I was one of those doubters at the draft, but hey, nice job on the Giants. So yeah, that's one thing off. one thing I will say is uh before we leave out these this injury, we we gotta talk about this from some get some dynasty analysis on it. So let's I wanna start with Cam, because I think Cam and the other two are on different sides of the fence. If you can still go sell Cam at name value and dynasty, go do it, man. Like in Superflex League, make sure you get some true value in a one-quarterback league. 
just get anything going for it in the future because I don't know how far his future, especially if he can't stay healthy, man. Yeah, man. Hey, I gotta I gotta throw this on you, Dot. I know we did a top ten QB episode and you had Cam in your top ten and I didn't, man, because of these injuries, man. So how you feeling now, man? I just wanna I just wanna revisit that. Uh on, injuries man. is one of those things Come that I try on, not man. to throw on people. So I rank them at their health value because the one reason why I called you a, a hypocrite is because oh, you threw Cam's <laughs> injuries, but you just had your favorite guy retire because you didn't want to throw all his injury stigma on him. So don't be a hypocrite, my guy, because Andrew Luck, when I spoke it in that same podcast saying he's banged up, he's always hurt. He's going to be all right. The nigga retired. Yeah. You owe me a shot because the Man, nigga retired. He didn't even play can't... week one, nigga. He didn't this nigga made a 25-point bet against this nigga. He didn't even make it, bro. Bro, you can't see mental health, man. So, Nigga, what's the real reason, nigga? You the one said the real reason. Nigga, we did the real reason. Go yeah, back and nigga, listen to the real no reason. Nigga. Health, nigga. Drugs, nigga. <laughs> Drugs, nigga. You got them packs. Yeah, nigga can't, stay, nigga can't stay healthy. You talking about Cam. Yo, nigga, fucking retired. <laughs> All right, man. Hey, hey, yeah. I didn't see that coming. Bum back, ass, man. <laughs> You know, piss me off. All right, nigga, you done rebuttaled the fuck out of me, bro. Chill. You got it. Let's talk about David and Joku and Saquon. (laughs) Piss me off. (laughs) Hey, look, David and Joku, still a young tight end, man. And that offense is too talented. I think they will eventually get it together, man. So here's the thing. I think that this is a perfect time to try to go get David and Joku. Actually, send some trades out, man. Because here's the thing. If you can go get anything from... Any, anything, it takes tight ends years anyway to develop. He went out there, and he, at least he showed his uh, his ability to be a good red zone play. And he is athletic. So, like, if you can go get him for a little bit of nothing right now, he's about to go to the IR, probably won't play all year. Somebody's not going to need him. Somebody's not going to want him. I would try to go attack him. Get him. So, I'm just going to disagree with you, man. Like, guys like Njoku and the Howards, OJ Howards, I'm actually off, I'm, I'm getting off those wagons, man, like, to me, Njoku's injury prone, man. That's just kind of been his thing, man. Like, he can't stay healthy. Um, and it is unfortunate. And, of course, we don't wish injury on anyone, but it is what it is if you can't stay on the field. So I'm actually not going to go get him. Um, I think, you know, there are other players you can go get outside of that. And, yeah, that, that's just me. I'm not on it. And, again, he's in the same bucket for me with, like, O.J. Howard. So. So what do you call it? What do you call an injury prone player for a young guy who's only been in the league for two years? Yeah, someone who's been injured his whole career. So every time I hear your name, there's an injury tied to your name. I mean, you know. So were you in on Andrew Luck or not? Yeah, I was. Yeah. That's the my... most injured nigga I've been knowing in NFL history. How many years did he play, league? though, before he retired? What, nine years? And, and for eight of those years, he was always injured. Hey. So you're going to be out on a, a two-year guy, yeah. but you was in on an eight-year guy? Yeah. That's trash. That's trash. That's trash. Okay. Gronk, Gronk for years. I, don't act like you were out on Gronk. That's the most banged-up tight end in NFL history. You was a Gronk guy. Kelsey, Kelsey, last Kelsey you told me Kelsey going to be the number one tight end for the rest of his life. That nigga took him <laughs> three years to finally get right. And you, so don't do that, man. People just take hey, time to get their bodies you right, You want Joku? I don't. What's, yeah. That's all I'm saying. So Okay, hey, so now we're going into Saquon. He's about to be 50% injury prone because now his second year he's banged up. So Vic is out on Saquon because he's 50% uh, banged up right now. So. Anyway, I was trying to say go get Saquon. If anybody's lower on him right now, he's probably the number one guy in Dynasty. And if anybody's scared due to 
a guy being injury prone after his first year, go grab him. If Vic got Saquon, go shoot your trades out. What you think, Avo? You got to take advantage of these situations when they pop up, man. You feel one way, he feel another. That's just what you got to do sometimes. Me, myself, <laughs> I'm a bet. I'm not really a betting man, but it's football. Everybody get hurt. So go ahead, pick him up. Sure. <laughs> I, I told Vic before the season started, don't go get uh, Jordan Reed because yeah, that nigga did. might die. <laughs> and he was in Damn, on going to go get Jordan Reed, and I don't think he's ever going to play again. So let's go to B-Team Players of the Week. B-Team. B-Team, you know we represent. Vic rep harder for the B-Team. Yeah. I'm trying to get my level up to where Vic is on the on the B-Team. fucks with the B-Team, Yeah, bro. so uh, we yeah. got a couple players right now that we need to touch on. Uh, you want to go? Let's go. Let's go, Kyle Allen, bro. I yeah, mean... since we just talked about Cam, we just keep it rolling. Kyle Allen, man. Hey. Woo! Hey, he stepped in there and got the dub on the road against the Cardinals. Man, he went nineteen of twenty six, two hundred sixty one yards against the Cardinals. I mean, yeah. You know what? I was the guy who actually went and grabbed Will Greer or Greer, how you say his name. <laughs> so that was a miss on my end in Dynasty, but uh. Yeah, that I, shit happens though. Yeah, I, I really do think you know if Kyle Allen keeps balling, I think you know, bye bye Cam. It's, it's time to flip Cam, man, while the name is still hot. So yeah. flip him. He did everything that I went into the season drafted Curtis Samuel for. Like he's talented, he's he's developing still, and like he made Curtis Samuel and DJ Moore and Greg Olson everybody. He made everybody look good on offense. So I rock with it. Fun fact. This is probably more fun for Avo. You want to hear something fun? Hell yeah. He played against Kyler Murray this week, right? Right. Guess whose spot he took in college? This Kyle Allen guy that we're talking about. He took Kyler Murray's spot. Made Kyler Murray transfer to Oklahoma. Wow. What school was Kyle Allen at for the listeners? What'd you say? What school did Kyle Allen play at for the listeners? So what school did Kyler transfer from? I guess you're not following. Nah. Texas Tech. I was asking what school oh, were they at? So, oh, my, Texas Tech my got bad. a lot of good quarterbacks drinking too much. Water. What are you drinking, by the way? What are you drinking Boy, over there, bro? It don't tell, don't tell Jazz. I was drinking some Ciroc today. Okay, <laughs> I got this Saint Archer Gold. You know we recording, right? I had a, <laughs> I had, I had a real drink. This nigga got beer. I'm a beer guy, man. <laughs> yeah, I fucks with beer. Light craft, 95 calories. I fucks with. Don't tell, don't tell my girl. What you drinking, Avo? Propel water. I'm on that water. At least it's kiwi strawberry, so I fuck with that. That's Kevin Gates would say, I'm on that water. That water. All right, but nah. uh, I got a B-team player. You do? I think it's a B-team player. Okay. Which might make y'all laugh. Philip Dorsett been doing pretty good. He's not a B-team player. He's not? He a starter now? Yeah. Is that because Antonio Brown got released? Nah, he was a starter week one. Oh, word. I didn't know he was a starter. It's all good. It's all good, but you did. Well, he started because they didn't play Antonio Brown, right? Okay. Week one. Then... They, week two, Antonio Brown played. He went and took a back seat. Then week three, no Antonio Brown again. He played good. So it's like, yeah. So, I mean, I, I mean in and out. That the, nigga went from A to B. The wife might have been known to something. That's yeah. all I'm saying. She that nigga, that nigga went from A to B. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I do want to make a clarity point. I said flip Cam, meaning I'm saying the Panthers as an organization should flip Cam because I think they got something in Kyle. So why go with the banged up quarterback? So I just want to make that clarity point. Uh, flip him in real life and in fantasy. Is that, is that cool to say? That's cool, bro. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Name side. Touch um, your B team player, my guy. Pause. Uh, Pause. He was gonna do it anyway. <laughs> we gonna split this one. 
All right, speak on them, and then, and then it will pick you back. Darrell Williams, man, I'm actually shitty because I wouldn't started Darwin Thompson thinking he was going to get, you know, the play. Um, but Kansas City running back, man. So, yeah, I mean, he had a nice game. Um, you know, he had nine carries, 62 yards, and he also caught some passes out of the backfield. He went five for five for 47 yards. So, played about half the snaps, man, a little over half the snaps. So. I found out what it is. Andy Reid still likes the veteran guys in his shit. The only reason I say that is you think – Think about the young guys like Kareem only got to blow up because of injuries back when he first got started. Yeah. They just took McCole Hardman early to play him. And, you know, he's having to split time with Demarcus, even though, I mean, I guess they're both going to play right now while Tyreek is out, but they're basically splitting week one while Tyreek was healthy. It's like, just play the guy you just drafted. And now you just drafted Darwin Thompson. Everybody's so excited about him getting acclimated to the system. And it's still like, nope, Darrell's going to play when our other running backs go out. So, I think Andy Reid just wants to play as veteran guy. Hey, it is what it is. I picked up Darrell Williams in Dynasty, and if I can trade anything for him, I will. Uh, I'm literally taking anything. I got a league where we do six-round rookie drafts, and I would trade him for a six-round rookie pick if I can, just anything. But he deserved to be the B-team player of the week because he went out, he looked good in that system. And I say it all the time, if you're an Andy Reid running back, you'll look good no matter what. Yeah. That's true. Even so. Kalen Balaj, you think Kalen Balaj would look good in Andy Reid's? Yes, ducking those screen passes. Even though he would duck a screen pass, <laughs> okay. he would still look good because you can't pay attention to none of that backfield the way fucking uh, Pat Mahomes out there throwing the ball, bro. Yeah. So anybody, bro, Lashawn McCoy looked trash in Buffalo the past two years, and now he's back looking like shady again. When last time somebody called that nigga shady? Man, so hey, that nigga, that nigga been LaShawn McCoy for two years straight. <laughs> Seriously. So, yeah, so, I agree. Yeah. All right, man. Hey, let's get into this flag on the play, man. I don't want to. <laughs> I mean, I feel like, dude, I feel like we talk about him every day. This is the last time I'm talking about him. Man, this I is, hope so. This man. is a Avo. Avo <laughs> calls me every time something happens, like, get your guy. I'm like, nigga, you got him on your team. Nigga. I just can't believe this shit keep happening. Look, this is the last time we will talk about Antonio Brown. Man. We're giving him a, tr- a, a, tr- a trio of flags right now. Dude. Come on now, dog. Let's just, everybody just speak. Like, Dude, just, let's on, just man. get it all out right now. We, and then we get, are. We'll get out the but way. seriously, I do think he's going to find a way to make his name back in one more time. I don't know why, but hey, this last time. So, AB retired, as you all know. Um, there's a lot of shit going on. I don't even know where to start or end, but hopefully, you know, the saga doesn't continue at this point. Um, hopefully he gets help off the field. And, yeah, man. He – remember, Avo, you called me. He was like, man, it's a mental health thing. And I said, bro, I think it's a money thing. And yeah. I got some text messages that confirmed when I told you, bro, it's more of a money thing. I don't ever want to compare it to somebody that had the struggle with like a drug or alcohol problem. Right. His whole text message thing. I don't think that he, he looks at himself like I'm better than you. He, the whole time he was talking bad about the young lady he was like, she's a broke this. You ain't got no money. And I'm like, bro, that don't make you better than nobody. It don't make you should be able to talk down on nobody just because you got some money. And nigga fucked up 39 million in a month. Yeah. 39 million in a month, Avo. That's a bag. 59. Okay. He had a good week one, right? So it looks like right. a stud. Like, okay, long as he keep doing all right, he going to get that second contract. Exactly. Year two was 20 million guaranteed. What? For the Patriots. He fucked up 59 mil. 
And all that nigga had to go out do out there and do is catch four passes from Tom Brady and probably get a Super Bowl or two. But he went out there and sent the whole text message thread out, threatening motherfuckers and just can't do right. So hopefully this is the last time we got to talk about him because this shit is getting out of hand. Yeah, this is very true. I'm just com- still confused because, like, I know there's certain things that I know about having a lot of money. Yeah, like you can literally go get a porn star and just pay her to have sex with her. Yes, like you can literally go do that. So I don't understand how you keep getting hit with sexual allegation charges and all this other shit. <clears throat> when there's women, you can literally go pay. Okay, like you can literally go pay. Maybe them it's and maybe there's, there's no harm, no foul. Maybe nobody it's cares. the thrill of trying to get somebody that don't want you. That's the only thing I could think of. Like, if I'm Antonio Brown, you don't want to sleep with me. Why? Would, Does I he got, not see what he look like? <laughs> like clearly, saying, things like, money is, is <laughs> money is the overall of making things happen. You see the way he acts, right? True. So he's like, okay, I got this much money. You don't want to sleep with me? Okay, you broke. You don't want to sleep with me? Like, so the question I asked earlier is a little bit. I realized he he put out a tweet, and within that tweet, he mentioned not getting paid by the owners and you broke it down for me and all that made sense what just hit me in the head was is he potentially being held to a higher standard than like the Patriots owner mm. uh, like, you feel me because he got caught up in whatever he got caught up no. in no no. the only reason I'll say that is the Patriots owner writes his own check makes Touché. his own rules Touché. he gets Touché. in trouble he gets in trouble by he gets in trouble by the police he gets in trouble by the government stuff like that but once you're under contract you're like you're you're you gotta abide by somebody's rules got you so that's like if if the owner of allison's transmission went and slapped somebody he can go get some charges. You can go foul charges with the cops. He can get in trouble that way. Right. I don't think he's going to lose Allison's transmission. Got you. If I go slap one of my co-workers. You're going to lose your job. Lose my job. <laughs> so it's completely different. I got you. I, got I don't you. think like one is worse. Like he's he's not going to lose his job, the owner. Like right. we can look at him and be like, dude, you a creep. And then the NFL could probably be like, <laughs> hey, maybe you need to trade your stock or some shit or sell. Got but you. Nah, man. Plus, you under a contract. On top of that, Kraft is plugged, man. Like when the you know league is making moves and decisions, like Kraft is like one of those guys. You know, you gonna get his opinion, and you know what I mean. Yep, like, mm-hmm. yep, yep. So also, hey, shout out to Robert Kraft, man. He got the streets too, man. He fuck with Meek Mill. And he all do got guys. the streets. I can't so, say that. <laughs> hey, you know what? Shout out to Robert Kraft, man. This nigga say he got the streets. He do, bro. Got the streets. Meek though. fuck with him. Who else? Gucci fuck with him. They be at the Celtics game and shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Gucci and me be like, what's the next move? Robert Kraft's like, shit, I'm ready to go home. Whatever. I, I don't know how to chime in on this. Look, I want to do something before we take a commercial break because I don't think we ever did this before. So this will be live. So, um, yeah, Avo. Mute the music for a little bit, just for two seconds. Hey, um, have we ever talked about like a live trade like that didn't happen, like in one of our leagues, like as it happened in a dynasty league? Yeah, no, we haven't. You got something for us? Uh, yeah, let's. Are I'm you gonna, sending one or what's the situation? Somebody, 
What the fuck? Just, okay, somebody just sent me one. What's the trade? So, okay, break so, it down. Break okay. it down. So I have, clearly I have Aaron Rodgers, Duke Johnson. He's asking for Aaron Rodgers, Duke Johnson, a third round pick in 2021 and a second round in 2022. No. Yeah, that's what he's asking for me. He has Cam Newton, <laughs> David and Joku, and Carry On. Hell no. Nah. <laughs> this we just talked about all that shit. <laughs> In the four minute offense. Is he listening live? <laughs> I just I just want him to know he can offer me. In this league, it's a two QB league. He can offer me Cam Newton, David and Joku, and Carry On, and I don't care how bad Aaron Rodgers is playing. I probably am not giving him Aaron Rodgers for that shit. So, are we declining? Yes. Or is it reject? Nah, it's decline okay. like a motherfucker. All right. Next. <laughs> oh man, that shit's funny. That's just funny. All right, so uh, what we about to do is, I'm, I'm glad y'all let us do that since this is Dynasty. It's a Dynasty moment right yep. on the spot, so I hope y'all enjoyed that. When we come back, man, we got some strategy, man, some lineup strategy, some this or that when it comes to to building your team week to week. So um, hopefully we can help you guys out with that, man. You feel me? Yeah, man. I'm excited for it. So, yeah. This that- is a this is a, a Vic special. This I like to call this a Vic special. He got this. He got this niche down pat. Appreciate that big up. I got you, bro. I, I know I talk my shit, but you know I, I like to give props at the same time. All right, my little nigga. So we about to go pay a bit. I just snuck me. in. Uh, I like, nah, I heard it, bro. Snuck it in so quick. Uh, come on, bro. Hey, you know, you know I caught that. Hey, I, me on, and my little man. bro got to go pay a bill. Hey, so bro, make sure you bring my change back. My bad, bro. I gotta buy these blunts. <laughs> Vic, Vic gave you a twomp. This nigga on $17.99. Back. <laughs> hey, let's go take this break and we'll be back to the good people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what? Mm. I like to play. <laughs> Fancy football, that is. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to show you how to dominate your league. Dynasty bro style. Avo dropped the verse. You got to get. Okay. <laughs> Vic wasn't even going to stop me. Vic just let me keep He's going. Ride with 30 you, seconds in. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we back. Dynasty Bros Fantasy Football Podcast. I am Dynasty Bro Dot. Back again with Dynasty Bro Vic. And who's our DJ? They call me Avo. Hey, 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 Vo, Vo. Y'all can call me Dynasty Bro Avo. Vo, Vo. It's the bro. It's the Brodies. Yeah. Bays. All right. So look, we got a good topic today. This is more on the uh, help you out personally in give you some uh, some insight from my mind and Dynasty Bro Vic's mind. Never from Dynasty Bro Avo's mind. Y'all don't want my advice. (laughs) But yeah, we're just we're gonna go into lineup strategy week to week um, and just help you out with that, man. You might hit a a confusion moment conflicted with hey should i play this guy this guy you know me and vic we like to hit each other up every once in a while we even get stumped and it's like hey bro this or that who or who so that's what we do man i trust my guy to help me with that shit so you know i hit him up all the time so vic i'm gonna let you start off and um talk about like how do you 
get into your week to week strategy of playing like in a QB, two running back, two receiver, tight end. Let's just add in a couple flexes. Okay. A uh, regular flex and then a super flex. Sounds good. Sounds good. But before we get into that, I do want to break this trade, man. Seahawks are sending tight end Nick Vanett to the Steelers. So for those who don't know, Vance McDonald is banged up, has a shoulder injury. He's in a sling, so it must be pretty serious if uh, Seahawks, you know. Is it Vanett or Vanette? Nick Vanette. I don't know how to say it. it sounds French. It's Vanette. I, was just... I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, that shit's going down. And I got Vance, man. So, yeah, man, that's a problem. Yeah, so. we're about to bust a move. Um, yeah. So this is more of a redraft thing. So let me – let me uh, for. Let's do a 30-second offense right now. Some tight ends that you will pick up. You don't know? Yeah, uh, Jason Witten. Jason Witten. Vernon Davis, because Jordan Reed is dead. Um, <laughs> he's not, <laughs> not really dead. dead. He's not uh, really dead. Will Disley. It looks like he's going to keep on getting targets. He had six catches, uh, 60, 62 yards in the touchdown this past week. Um, um, Chris Herndon. I know he's coming back. I know yeah. some people are saying stay away from the Jets, but, hey, why not? Shoot your shot, man. So that was a quick 30-second offense of some tight ends you could go target. If you have the Vance dancing, you're nervous, man. Yeah. On the fly for your monkey. Monk ass. Monk ass. Yeah, I'm trying to work on that accent. (laughs) All right, man. Hey, let's get to this, though, man, as far as, like, how we approach, you know, our lineups. Just given, you know, we're going into week four. You know, some of you guys might be 0-3 out there or 1-2, what have you, or 2-1. I mean, I do got some leads where I'm 0-3, but those are the leads where I lost Tyreek. So, you know, if, I, if you lose your first round pick, yes, yeah, bound to happen. But uh, we do want to give you guys some strategies in terms of how you can approach structuring your lineups. Um, and we are going to get into, you know, again, I say there are some added perks and benefits in playing across multiple platforms um, just because they all offer different tools. So um, first things first. Big plays in every damn app service that does fantasy. <laughs> Bro, I'm only on – I'm in three. I'm in ESPN, Yahoo, and At, Sleeper. What everything that got fantasy this nigga play on. <laughs> all right, all right. So first things first, Dynasty Bro Vic, my approach, my style. First off, I like to scan my lineups top down, and I look to, I look at the matchups, um, and I look at you know what am I comfortable with based on who's playing who. So as an example, you know if I see, I know he's not playing too high right now, but I'm just gonna give you an example. If I see Baker is about to play the Ravens, I might want to look at my options, seeing like who do I have on my bench. I might not want to play Baker against the Ravens. I don't know, just depends. So, and then also, again, position by position, I just look at the matchups and I consider, you know, what injuries do those other teams have on defense, what have you, how do they play the run, how do they play the pass. So that's my initial starting point. So, Dot, what's your initial strategy? Uh, I look at my starters, like the guys I took first, the big name guys, and I throw them in no matter what. (laughs) So that's that's where I start. So, like, I don't ever want to debate my guys, I just I just play them, man, and because I understand the the play the matchup thing, but my my joint is I would hate to for for Mike Wood Mike Evans. Let's just say he had a bad start. Everybody's fucking yeah. loving Chris Godwin for three straight weeks. What if you chose not to play Mike Evans this week just because you're nervous about him? I just I just need more time and more stats to show that he's not that that these people are not worth playing every week. If I get to a point where a person look like he's he's matchup dependent, that's fine. But I like to play my guys that no matter what are still going to get targeted. Sometimes it falls their way, sometimes it doesn't. But I'd rather ride with the punches, take the 10 point game, 
and then keep on riding it because then you get the 45 point game and then everything in between. I just I just I just like to play my my the big guys no matter what. The guys I put my 100% confidence in no matter what. Okay, so I will I start I start there. Okay, my bad. I mean cut you off there. I will say I used to play like that. Now this year I did shift to, you know, playing matchups. Now you do got to be mindful of, you know, chasing points cuz to dodge point uh, Mike Evans just put up 45 points, but if you're rolling with your guy, you roll with the seven-point games and you roll with his big-ass 45-point game. But, um, you know, when you play matchups, that's where you really got to invest time into the research and homework in terms of understanding, you know, what what matchup is out there, where's the opportunity, where are the costs. So if you are going to play matchups, you do got to do a lot of more homework. So I will say that. So if you ain't willing to put in that time, yeah, definitely run with your, uh, you know, your big plays and not to say dot don't do his homework and research. Cause of course he does, you know, he eat, eat, sleep and breathe and shit like I do. Um, but I just want to give you guys, you know, something to consider if you're going to play matchups versus just have rolling with my guys. I just, I can't see myself. I don't give a shit. If, if Deandre Hopkins played Jalen Ramsey, 16 games straight, I cannot imagine myself saying I'm still going to bench Deandre Hopkins. It just, in my eyes, it just don't work. I, I roll with the 11 points. If you call it a dud, you call it a dud. In my eyes, I'm never going to sit DeAndre just because he's playing the best one-on-one cornerback in the league. Okay. All so. right. So now let's take it a step further. So, of course, we looked at, okay, looking at our lineups. Next thing that I get into is the rankings. Um, I do like to just view that, just kind of understand, you know, where do the industry has these guys ranked for the week? Um, and really, when I get into this next stage of research for me, this is where I'm looking at, okay, here's the opportunity for the quote-unquote experts and the industries guys to sway me to go against, you know, what I initially was feeling. So I start with the rankings after that. What's your next step, Dot? Uh, I like to follow, like, if, if it's not just going off a name, then I like to follow touches, to be honest, next. Um, like... I, I want the guy that's going to get a lot of touches, even if he doesn't have a big name, yeah. even if he's in a bad situation, because you could either trust because my next one after that is I don't I'll talk about that later. I like going to follow the touches because the guaranteed volume is guaranteed points. Even if it's a guy you don't like, sometimes you got to ride with it. I mean, why you think Carlos Hyde is really being played right now? He's not some spec, spectacular as player, but you got to follow the touches, man. If a motherfucker out there getting 20 rushes a game i don't care how unefficient he is I t- we told people to go get frank gore last week hey yeah. he's not a real beater anymore he's getting older i said hey he's probably going to be inefficient, but he's probably going to fucking fall into the end zone and he did and, and you know you just you'll take that and just i like to like look just give me the guy who's gonna get the touches man so that's where i like to go second okay Bye. all right fire so now we about to get into where i think there's an added benefit of playing across multiple platforms. So quick, you know, a little story here has nothing to do with fantasy football, but I was a sociology major. Sociology is study of how society functions. And I remember doing an exercise, shout out to DePaul University. Trash. Where, where you would like literally read an article from a sociology perspective, then you read that same exact article from a political science perspective, Nothing. and then read it again from an economic econ perspective so at that point you're reading the same thing from deep from three different perspectives and then you're able to make a sound decision i equivalent that to playing across multiple apps because if i can read you know what is espn saying about mike evans and then take that info and look at what yahoo is saying about mike evans and then look at what 
sleeper rapper saying about Mike Evans, I'm able to make a sound decision based on, okay, am I comfortable playing them? Based on, I already went with my own thoughts and guts and how I'm feeling. And then also, you know, do I like the matchup? And then I'm looking at the rankings. And now I'm looking at what's the story behind it this week. And I'm scatterbrained. That's why I'm pretty basic when it comes to shit like that. I, I try my hardest not to take a, if I need, a deal breaker or some kind of influence. That's when I do hit Vic up or I hit White Sam up because it's like I, I just want to just get. I got the I got the way I'm leaning. Yeah, and I don't I don't think I want to. I just don't want to be reading a whole bunch of other shit because that's when I start getting all over the place. So like that's why I, I hit you up every yeah. once in a while. I hit White Sam up every once in a while. I get those questions. My third thing that I do first one is just play my guys, man, no matter what, and just ride or die with them. Second thing is follow the volume i never chase points i follow volume though that's a good point that's a great point um my third one is that's where you get to the point where you're looking into offensive schemes and defensive schemes going head to head so uh you know you if if you get to a point where it's picking between two guys and they're pretty much even in your eyes then i would i would sway with the okay well i guess he is playing you know, two of the top cornerbacks. So I don't want to play this receiver. I'll play this receiver. That's when I let offense scan because, okay, they both have real good defense. They both have bad defense they're playing against. Uh, his offense throws a little bit more. So just let me ride out with this guy this time. So I, I, I let the offense and defensive scheme ride out for the third, for my third decision when it comes to this lineup stuff. So that's okay. how that rides out. Nice. And for me, what sways me and my, you know, final decision, the fourth element is. You know, to your point, you already touched on it, the volume, the number of touches, so the number of carries we're getting. But I'm going to take a step further. I also do look at, okay, if they are going to get all these volumes and touches and targets, what does the matchup look like? Meaning how does that opposing team handle the pass or handle the run? Because if they're, you know, number one in passing, you know, or even rushing, let's say number one in rushing, I don't care if you get 20 carries. If you're not going nowhere, that does you no good. You're stuck in mud. So I still like to lean on matchups. So that's really the defining fact for me, matchups. But the volumes is, you know, important. So I will say this, as far as the flex, I always go with the guy who gets the most touches and targets. That's always going to outwin my dilemma at the flex. All right, so I'm going to ask a random question going back to one of the earlier points. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you have at least a list of guys that are starting no matter what? Or oh, do yeah. you literally oh, yeah. just, no oh, matter yeah. what, you always look matched Yeah, up? I, I can name them for you. So, of course, DeAndre Hopkins, he's a start no matter what. Lamar Jackson, start no matter what. Um, who else? Of course, Christian McCaffrey. I don't own Saquon, but if I did, I know he's hurt now. Um, damn, now I feel like I'm contradicting myself because of the injury shit we talked about earlier. But I would definitely play Saquon every week. I like, I like. Vic is funny. Hey, but hey, I'm keeping it real. I mean, of course, you know, I feel like those are some guys like the Zeke. I don't care who Zeke playing. Like, he could play, I don't know who shuts down the run every, you know, probably Chicago Bears defense got a nice run defense. I'd play Zeke every week. So stuff like that, man. Those are just some guys you just run with no matter what. And it's least some other point. There was a time where actually week two, I said sit um, TJ Hawkinson, and I think he only put up like one catch for like nine yards. But, you know, if you don't have no depth, you know, you don't want to go play, you know, Ron Burgundy. You know what I'm saying? Of course, I'm going to play TJ Hawkinson if I don't have a depth. Like, if you got options, then, yeah, you sit him. But if you don't, you roll with your guys to Dot's point. True. At that position, at least. True. I just I, – I, I think my list just go a little deeper because it just, it just gets to a point where it's like – 
I don't I don't wanna be the I don't wanna be the one guy that sets somebody and they blow up and that that is that's the worst feeling in fantasy. Like when these beat when these players that ain't supposed to blow up blow up on your bench, you can smirk that off like, hey, this trade bait or hey, at least I got some upside. But like I would have been shitty if I didn't like Evans after two weeks. I think I I just watched ESPN. That's why I told Snell like the Matthew Berry thing. Sometimes they throw me off on ESPN. Cause I think they just ride the wave of shit. They had Chris Godwin as their ninth receiver, and I'm wondering where Evans is. And I'm like, how the fuck do you have Godwin ranked over Evans any week? Evans is the number one. As much as I said I love Godwin, and I said he might have a better year than him just because how targets might fall with how James looks sometimes. Evans is the number one. You always put him number one ranked no matter what. Whether he's facing the better cornerback or not. And I'm like, how the fuck you got Godwin ranked as a top 10 receiver this week and you don't got Evans in your top 10? Do me off. So if you were in that fucking, fucking on the side of Evans that had two bad weeks, even though week one he was sick, week two, bouncing back, had the same amount of targets as Godwin. If you if you didn't play him week three because you were nervous about the first two weeks, I hope you feel like an asshole. Yeah. All right, and I do want to give you guys some of the perks, you know, in terms of playing across each app. So, again, you know, definitely want to – for the listeners, we hope you're trying to either learn how to play fantasy or get better or at least, you know, enhance your game or your skills. So, hopefully we're able to add to that and help you guys out. So, for me, with ESPN, one thing, you know, that, again, that I do like with them, I do take a look at their rankings, but they do have this tool where they kind of, you know, give you this boom or bust percentage analytics and again these things aren't accurate um this is just based on what analysts are saying and projections because at the end of the day you know coach you got to call plays and the players got to execute hell a guy could trip and then there you go 99 yards so i mean you still got to play football so um I, I never really lean too much into that but i do take a look at that um and then with yahoo what i like about the yahoo app they do give you matchups in terms of like number of stars so if you see a player who has four or five stars meaning hey he should have a good game but if you see like one star or no stars, chances are he's not going to have a good game. And again, these things aren't 100%, but if you're, you know, need to flip a coin, you can leverage that just to kind of um, help you make your decision. Um, and then also on Yahoo, you know, if the matchup um, is like, you know, red, that just kind of tells you like, hey, you might not want to play this guy. Or if it's green, hey, he should have a good game. And then with the sleeper app, what I like calls out the number of volume, you know, in terms of like snap percentage and, you know, number of carries. And also you can look at game logs, meaning how did they play against this team last year? Granted, they could bring in a superstar, but if you want to look at some trends, how did they play on the road or how did they play at home? Um, so again, going back to my point, you can combine all this information from a research standpoint and make your own decision. And hey, sometimes you're wrong, sometimes it's a miss, but um, I am pretty comfortable when I look at all these uh, pieces. I'm about 99% sure by next year. I hope all my leagues are on sleeper. Best app. Yeah, I don't really want to keep on doing this ESPN thing. If I don't have to, no this ESPN. Unless they want to shout us out. I forgot one thing about Yahoo. It does give you the weather. I think that's important because if the wind's blowing crazy. It gives you the weather. Or the rain. You know, that might tell you guys might be running the ball a little bit more. Or, hey, you might not want to play that kicker because the wind's crazy. So, again, shout out to Clear B. Yahoo News does matter, bro. It helps you out. This is getting trash. Bro, more information, the better. That's all it is. So, hey. That's what I got, man. What you got for us, bro, to close this out? Play on a whole bunch of streaming services. That's what (laughs) Nick wants us to. I'm only on three, man. I'm trying to get over to Sleeper, though, all the way, though. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, so um, here's the thing. 
that's our advice on lineup detail. Um, I'm pretty sure people have questions. Where can they ask those questions at if they need some help with lineup construction and all that stuff? Bro? Hit us at questions at dynastyfff.com. But if you want the real time, hit us on social media at Dynasty Bros FF everywhere. And we will answer your shit in the moment if you hit us up on social. So. Absolutely. At Dynasty Bro Vic. Hit up at Dynasty Bro Dot. Hit Ava up with your scouting reports. Hey, I do want to shout out my uh, Vic picks. It's something I've been rolling with, you know, the past couple of weeks. So week three, I said start Josh Allen, start Mr. Trubisky, start Frank Gore, start David Montgomery, Derrick Henry, Mike Evans. And I said sit Devontae Freeman, sit AP, Adrian Peterson, sit Josh Jacobs, and sit John Ross. So definitely be on the lookout for those. Um, you know, I've been getting some feedback and comments and some weird faces like, really? Start Mitch? Like, yeah, he had a nice game, believe it or not. He put up 20. Um, won't be consistent, but... Hey, after doing my research, I felt good about it. So, yeah, big picks, bitch. Ho. <laughs> All right, so we done with that segment. We do got the most fire segment ever still left. <laughs> I like how Ava help us boost that up. <laughs> we got the motherfucking scouting report, thriller in the background, and we got. We got some different vibes on this scouting report. And you can tell by the way we got the background introducing this shit. This is this make you want to get up and dance. Zombie style. Hey, <laughs> hey real niggas should be scared of this video as a kid. Real Fuck niggas y'all talking real shit. niggas. And don't like flex in when he was laughing. He turned yeah, around. He turned around. Like, ah, that shit went cool, yeah. bro. That shit's creepy than a bitch. Still, still creepy. Still what do you mean it was day, creepy? That still nigga is. Turn, yeah, that nigga turned around still like, oh, this nigga. And he, Fuck that. That's part. I had a fucked up joke. I wish I could knock on wood. I'm, I had a man. You ever have a joke in your head? You yeah. about to say it? You should have said it. Fuck it. Fuck it. Now it's they fuck it. it ain't funny if I say it now. Now it's just like it's cool. I was gonna say he probably ain't dead. That's what that shit made me think. You got a joke side. too? Let's all just like, say yeah, something funny. That shit is not, not off the rip. I, I got some shit from our scout report though. I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna say we opened up his casket. That's probably what he looked like. Right now. Oh shit! <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> bro big skip my dad i did skip his dad <laughs> come on that's man. not cool why y'all let me say that because you know. should oh, this all right it's our podcast we i don't know where to go no more <laughs> man look fuck it hey what we doing right now hey moscow report no what we doing right now oh good shit i don't know what are we doing sitting in the room <laughs> yeah. oh okay i see what you're doing i wasn't ready for that hey i was gonna say my scout report is some r&b so don't think you're just gonna get some hip-hop rap trap crap all the time man you're gonna get this r&b the niggas who ride around all day listen to trap music with their girl in the car they don't want to hear that shit all damn day play some r&b sometimes fuck so i got y'all shout out to all the girls that want to hear trap rap all the fucking time and we'll bash you if you play some if you play some motherfucking arm shit, they, couldn't, they couldn't ride with me though so but uh, hey, mine is Brandy sitting in my room waiting to excel. I got a question for y'all. Do, can men can men excel? Because it kind of seems like it's I don't know. It's a legit question. I always wondered. Waiting to excel, it just comes off as a women, woman's female chick flick. Nah, man. And day and age we in, we 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 need to do some of the self appropriation shit that the women do back in the day. So we just not get on the mental health wave at the end of the day. Yeah, basically. basically. <laughs> Learning when to let ain't shit. Yeah, because men, we're big on we gonna be all right. We good. And I think at the day and age we in, we need to just keep on working on self-improvement, man. Sometimes sure you shit. need to go 
take a deep breath, have a moment for yourself, man. I think that's important. All right. Well, shout out to the niggas out there who need to excel. This is for y'all, man. Sitting up in my room, Brandy. Let's get it. stuck on you <laughs> why are we still here <laughs> this is <laughs> it ain't even october bro oh i thought it was michael jackson my bad i'm tripping y'all don't know y'all party shit, party foul. Y'all shit. <laughs> my bad i was just talking about old music so i i don't know how we went from hip-hop to old music and yes i know this is give it to me baby for all the little niggas out there no like like why are we on this trip? why not he went r&b i can't go old school but this is a weird I know. Just everything is weird about this. <laughs> it's like, I don't it, know, man. Honestly, I know that's Mike, but I felt it was weird the whole time you had the shit playing in the background. And and now this is this, this is all weird. This too. is how we ended this, right? <laughs> Cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> hey. Yo, good, man. So check this out. I played that sitting in my room. Can you imagine if a nigga wrote a song about sitting in his room? It'd be some foul ass shit, bro. <laughs> hey, I took a couple trips to the hub. Netflix asked him, you still watching? Child the wife. I probably would have been writing verses in a book or coming up with songs and shit in my head. Nah, nah, bro. Everybody would go the LL Cool J way. When I'm alone in my room, I sit and stare at the wall. In the back of my mind, I hear my conscience call. Bro, I wasn't no bitch. <laughs> I wasn't no bitch. Bro. The room. Hey, I got a question for y'all. Everybody got a different sitting in their room moment. I just want to let everybody know that Vic went the creepy right. <laughs> hey, it is what it is. Hey, I got a question for y'all, though. 
Brandy and Monica, boy is mine. Who y'all rolling with? Was y'all team Brandy or team Monica? DJ Avo. Feel like when I was younger, I was team Brandy. Now that I'm older, I'm way more team Monica because I realized she's a tad bit ratchet and I like it. Okay. They both had me. You got to pick one, bro. They both. I'm talking about had me. You watching the video? You thinking they talking about you? Who you rooting for to pull it off? I was trying to get both of them. This nigga. Break the tie, man, because I'm team Brandy, bro. I was trying to get both of them. Oh my. All right, man. Come on now, dog. So y'all mad? Yeah, man. Come break the tie, on, bro. Y'all mad because y'all wanted one of them? <laughs> break the tie, bro. Okay, look. It's cool. Let me find some more old school this shit. This is what I'm going to do. If if I break the tie, can Avo play regular hip hop in the background? <laughs> yeah. Avo? You with that? You better break it. I got this Janet ready. <laughs> in that moment, I, th- I was probably Brandy. Mine. Definitely Monica now, though. What the fuck is this? Look, bro, it's hip hop. That's all that matters. Bro. Okay, here go my scout report. Let me hurry up before it can come in. My scout. <laughs> what you got, bro? I <laughs> I like to represent for the chubby niggas out here. It's a fat nigga holiday every time I represent. So we're gonna fuck with this boss. I was gonna do jollof rice, but I realized we had that conversation off air. So. I'm actually going to do fried rice. <laughs> <laughs> well, get some rice in this thing. <laughs> we fat nigga always got to have some food. So uh, I'm going to go with the fried rice. It's a little bit more of tempo. It got J.I.D. on it. So that's what I'm going to ride with. And we're going to try to hurry up and get to it before Avo just kills me with this background <laughs> music. So here we go. Just that buys fried rice. <laughs> Milk. Decisions I be making when I get impaired. Jamie went to ginger, but I'm getting there. Money in my pocket, barely fitting there. But I fell in love with how I'm sitting there. Old bitches miss me, a hole in her soul, but I'm over it though. Had to block me a number. This from the latest collection, my boy, you can copy the wave when I drop it to Summer Fiends Got the city up under the wing like it's fried rice, I done died twice, I got nine lives, I mean seven to spare Vision blurry, but the hindsight, always 2020, I see heaven and hell Yeah, just to bust up a cell, yeah, tell them come and give me fucking nine violence When the nine flying, hit her lullaby and make her sing like Adele Heavy on me like a pal, singing off-key, get them off me We on off streets for the money, niggas hit up Wall Street, Adam boys ringing the bell Ain't no lever but my scale ready if it's rap shit Never fail, get me hot My borough told me how to run a block Confidence is quiet, I don't talk a lot I call my mama and I call the shots I don't call these bitches, they just talk a lot Cop a couple toys so we can make a play Not a driveway, like a parking lot Beware the dogs with the signs say I did it my way, I did it my way Decisions I be making when I get impaired Take me when the ginger bear, I'm getting there Money in my pocket barely fitting there But I fell in love with how I'm sitting there Old bitches miss me, a hole in her soul But I'm over it though, have to block me a number Blah, blah, uh, blah, blah you got the gas, but it's not like mine She got the ass, but she not that fine Don't make a nigga laugh I need the cash in the back in advance Before I grab any mic in the stand Don't make a nigga mad Spack the fuck out, dog bad Them all mad And I'm on the go route now But I do all patterns I'm with your hoe right now And she's a tall glass I'm a can full of whip your ass A little 40 in a booking bag I put a bullet in your looking ass Oh, baby, what did you do? I'm a looking ass Hey, 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 hey Podcast got better Get in this chatter. <laughs> hey, my we life back. got better. Hey, niggas got bars. Get some bars. Get some bars. Give me one, give me one, give me one I ain't got one, bro. Hey, one ain't got one. I got two. I got the flu. Float so sick. Yeah, take my pick. Uh, take my sip of this water. Uh, 
Now, um, Dynasty, what are we doing, man? I don't know, man. Let's wrap this shit up. We are the Dynasty Bros Fancy Football Podcast, and we're showing you how to dominate your life Dynasty Bro style. But sometimes we don't know what the fuck is going on. Well, I don't. Vic looks, Vic's a little bit more put together than me. But It's all good. Hey, shout out to the first time listeners. Shout out to the regulars. Shout out to everybody that's listening to this on their way to work. Shout out to everybody that's listening to this to pick up their badass kids. Shout out to everybody listening to this to drop off their badass kids. Just keep <laughs> fucking with us, man. We fuck with y'all, man. So hopefully y'all learning a lot and just keep fucking with us. I can't tell take, a friend. Tell a fan. I, I can't take Vic serious in the snapback. I've been wanting <laughs> to say something all day. He looked like Arlington Vic, man. <laughs> Straight east side this Vic nigga in the like building. like when we used to get hotels for Expo Vic. Y'all <laughs> <laughs> can't take him serious right now. <laughs> Bro, I don't want to wear the dad hat, man. I want the flat bill. Vic look like a whole real nigga, right? I am a whole real nigga. What you mean, bro? <laughs> Educated, bro. <laughs> Fuck y'all. You nah, shot, if you, you don't know my brother, man, he is he's a hood intellectual, man. Like, went to Arlington and is in corporate America like a motherfucker right now. So he just... It's just funny as fuck, man. I fuck with his transformation. <laughs> transformation. But my, but my nigga got that. I bet you if you go on his Facebook, he got this fit on like when we was. <laughs> it's on there. It's on there, bro. I've been wanting to say that all episode, man. I just been holding. Every time I look to the left, I just see your hat and I'm just like. <laughs> like if I go to Tremors or some shit. Exactly. Sports of all sorts. Oh, that's Naptown shit, gosh, man. man. I know what we're talking about. About to hit 38th White Castle <laughs> after this. What's the move? Damn, bro. Not, that shit sound fun. I did. Yeah. <laughs> let me, let me, uh, look. I'm going to say something good to the people. <laughs> Stop blasting me, bro. <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's dom- <laughs> dom- dominate your hats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lead a sticker on. <laughs> Vic, what you want to say? Hey, to shout out to the B team. Hey, sh- shout out to Tom Savage. Still my nigga. Still fuck with him. Motherfucking time. Yeah, man. Hey, <laughs> hey, it's, it's, it's been fun, man. Another good one. Hopefully y'all enjoy. So tell a friend, share it, subscribe, follow, like. Yeah. Hit us up. Hey, bro, I want you to end it. And from here on out, before your yell, say. <laughs> before your yell. Yeah, before your yell or your scream or the outburst. Say some amongst the lines of dominating something Dynasty Bro style. I, I got think, you. I think you should ride out with that. That'll be funny. I got so you. So I'm a, I'm about a, to say some fake goods to the people. And then I'll be like, <laughs> hey, bro, you got anything? So we're going to act like this wasn't scripted. All right. <laughs> all right. Yeah, Vic, that was that was good, man. I'm glad you said that to the people. I just want to tell people to be blessed, man. You know, do your thing and make sure you keep killing your leagues. Hit us up if you got any questions. Hey, bro, you got anything good to say to the people? I got something good to say to the people. The first thing I want to tell the people is um, the beat playing in the background is Booty Doo. And back in 2009, that's the only <laughs> dance I used to do. I just want to let I y'all know that. that I <laughs> no matter what came on, hey, bro, came to the stage. Like, <laughs> don't matter. Don't matter. Only dance I used to do. Just want to throw that out there. But, um... Definitely one of one of the main things I want to mention is make sure y'all listen to that to the four minute offense. Always listen when they say pick up and drop. Crazy enough, these guys are right. These guys are right, and they will definitely, most definitely, help you dominate your league, Dynasty Bro style. Dynasty Bro style. Dominate your booty, dude. (laughs) (laughs) I don't need nobody dominating no booty, dude. Chicks in the mirror right now, bro. In the booty, dude. To this shit right now. (laughs) We out, man. We out. We out.
Hey, we're going to get that on a ringtone. 